Good morning, humanoids. I'm sitting here in my grow room well before dawn on the morning that the the big blizzard's going to hit. Kind of sitting on my um, step stool, arm leaning on this uh, stainless steel refrigerator in my grow space. It's like, I, I suppose it's seven feet long. It's like short, 36 inches high, I suppose, and then seven feet long and Anyway, I've got to put some stuff in it today. I've got to harvest. So I've got to mosey along here, but I wanted to record something. Um, I've been making a lot of progress in my book. It's a weird progress. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's different than I'm used to. I, I got this, uh, boy, sorry, I'm not going to nerd out on this because you'll quickly tune out, but um, basically... Yeah, it's just editing, and I got this software to help me, and it's just painstaking. But it's forcing me to go very, very slowly, you know, and I and I went all the way back to the beginning of the book, of course, to get this final, because I'm on, I'm, you know, I'm working out the final draft to hopefully release next month. And I've been kind of struck by some things, some, some um, you know, some things that are just easily forgotten, and they were just critical to the journey, critical to this, um, I wanted to just say it tongue-in-cheek, this incredible lifestyle that we're living now. I mean, in some ways, it is incredible. I mean, it's incredible compared to the the, the life of just despair <laughs> of the cubicle, at least for me. And so I'm going to just briefly touch on failure and rabbit holes. And... Um, yeah, because some of us aren't meant to be doctors and lawyers and such, to quote the old Merle Haggard song. Um, so critical in this. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So if you saw my recent blog post, take a take a looky loo. If you if you don't if you uh, if you're interested, it got a beautiful picture of my boots, my Red Wing boots. They're 55 or so years old, maybe even 60, and they were kind of these cast-offs that came to me in the late 90s. And, <clears throat> excuse me, um, this, these were paired with uh, some painter pants. And anyway, I used to be a, like a crew foreman for a college pro home painting, you know, kind of thing back in college. And those got put away for years. And I, I'd bust them out every once in a while just to work on my own house. But after losing my job in 2014, um, it must have been five to seven days later, I pulled these out of, the, out of storage and I slipped into them, the boots and painter pants, and it was like, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. It was like slipping into a superhero suit. It made me feel competent and skilled. And, you know, so I started out with these small jobs, like a garage in the back alley for a, a neighbor, uh, one side of a house. And it just and it gradually morphed into some other other work. But the real benefit of that schmuck regalia, I call it that because I used to I used to bike to my jobs because I didn't want to I didn't want to lose one penny to any kind of expense. <laughs> <laughs> no expenses, okay? So I biked, and I mean, every every last little penny 
earned came into the family's coffers. And um, <clears throat> so I would bike with like, I had a, a trailer and it would have buckets and step stool, ladder. And I, and I would often have like a joust, this pole extending out in front of me, like four feet in front of me. It looked like a joust. And you just picture this with these ancient red wing boots, just tattered paint all over them and these crazy old painter pants that have, I don't know how many jobs were on them, 25, 30 jobs, just different splatters and layers. So basically I looked like a schmuck, um, a, a, a complete failure. And that was so liberating because, and oh, and all these jobs, virtually all of them were in um, the vicinity of, you know, my home. I mean, in, in the neighborhood, you know, I'm one mile, two mile, three miles away. I think the furthest was five miles away. And so people I knew obviously saw this crazy guy, you know, biking around with in his painter stuff, you know, and, you know, and I'm Mr. Uh, you know, I mean, I was a really good student, you know, uh, all the way through college into graduate school. Um, this was great. Okay. So this shed any, and I didn't walk around like a peacock, you know, I wasn't all full of myself, but it's really hard to break out of this, um, omnipresence of normalcy. It's, it's just so hard. And I, and I'm, and I, I continually reflect on this. Like, I mean, I'm like the last person I know who, who would fit into a, like a corporate setting and it works for some people. Okay. I mean, there are reasons to have corporations. I'm not, you know, completely, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not clueless here. I just know I don't fit and a lot of people don't fit. And, and I, and I just am stunned. Okay. That if, that if I was going to, going to, going to fall into that and, and just stay there for 12 years, I mean, it's okay for a little while. Um, but the fact that I didn't know how to extricate myself for that long, I mean, I just know there's a lot of other people in desperation. <laughs> so I'm trying to offer some help. And it's so weird because it's the sort of help that is bizarre. I mean, I know, well, I mean, there's some practical things, but whatever. This, this is critical. Okay, so honestly, the first thing in this journey was being willing to look like a fool and shedding any pretense of intelligence or worldly success of any kind, okay? <laughs> I mean, I was at the bottom of the barrel. And it was marvelous to not have to look... Um, well, you, you get it, okay? So this freed me to explore all sorts of half-baked ideas, okay? So when you're, when you're moderately successful or... And I wasn't even moderately successful when I had my cubicle job, but we were stable, okay? And and nobody would have been, you know, concerned for us or, you know, something like that. Um, it's really hard when you have some degree of stability to feel any kind of freedom to explore half-baked ideas. I mean, it, it's it's just really hard. So, like, I think about, so I'm in this um, Facebook group, uh, this microgreen group on Facebook, 
So there's all these people all over the country, and most of the time I can hardly look at it. Um, I mean, every once in a while there's like a practical question about something, and I, you know, and I'll chime in. But so often, because because so many people they'll see people like me making a go of it, and they'll, you know, and they'll just want to jump in because they think it's easy money, and believe me, it's not. But so anyway, this one guy. <laughs> <laughs> the other day he posts something like all right and he and he shared a picture of his like one rack so like one like set of shelves <laughs> all right i bought my four lights and i've got you know he's got like this tiny pile of trays and like one bag of dirt and like a few seeds uh can anybody help me come up with a business plan <laughs> and i'm just like i'm like dude at this stage, you just got to be, I mean, I, and you just got to be growing things. You've got to be willing to just go down the rabbit hole if this is an interest and just go as far down this rabbit hole as you possibly can and it could be out of joy, not out of uh, anything else. It's just, it's just, see if you dig this. Um, anyhow, so fast forwarding to about two years and 22 days ago it might be 24 days now but back in 2020 the height of the pandemic okay i had uh the year before decided to close this business down and get a job and because i was just tired like it was funny like the main trigger was that i always had to say no to my kids when they wanted ice cream <laughs> And I was just tired of it. I mean, like, like, just like every single tiny decision, financial like decision had to be purposeful and thought out. And it, there was almost no impulsive spending. Okay. Which is like laudable and for a while, but you know, when you've been doing this for at that point, it was a, a half decade of that. Okay. It gets exhausting and you, you just don't need to live like that. And, um, <clears throat> Yeah, so two years and about 22 days ago, uh, I had, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't even know how to transition here. This, is, this sounds so stupid, but I had those, okay, so those red wing boots. I had finished painting um, something. I don't know, whatever, the house. <laughs> I apologize. Um, and I was going to throw them away. I was like, okay, they've, they've, their whole useful life is, is, it's done. And Sean is always on me because, like, I have trouble getting rid of shoes and boots and things. This is sort of my old pathology of the, the hoarder, you know, that, uh, you know, I was kind of born into. And I'm, I'm not a hoarder, but, you know, obviously, you know, I was born into that. And, oh, gosh, I, I shared this quote at the top. I just love it. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell and his podcast, he said this was a around, you know, in 2020, he had commented on this in this show called the uh, drag, something about a drag, dragon psychology. There you go. And obviously it's in reference to the dragon's horde. And he commented that a hoarder is someone with an unusual ability to find beauty in the ordinary. And that is totally me. I mean, that is that that is me. That is like my superpower. That's like my only superpower. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> it's like I'm I'm it's like I'm thankful for that. Um, so like these boots, right? Uh, these these absurd boots. And 
anyhow, so I finally relented and I put these at the top of the garbage can. Like I waited until garbage day and I, and it was like almost like this solemn ceremony, you know, like 21 gun salute and the flag is folded and, you know, and you, and you carefully put the, the boots on top of the garbage. It happened to be on a bag of frozen dog excrement. And anyhow, I go back into the house, I'll do whatever. And I hear the, um, and this is this, you know, it's like November, like, I don't know, late November or something. And it's, <clears throat> excuse me. And I hear the garbage like four hours later. Right. You know, and, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like in this whole interim, I'm, I'm sort of having second thoughts. I'm wanting to run back and get them kind of thing. Eventually you hear the garbage truck trundling down the alley and it's like, this is it, man. And I run out there like 20 feet of garbage truck distance to spare and I rescue him. <laughs> and, and, and I can't explain it. It's like I had this weird euphoria of reunification to these things. And I just wasn't done with them. And um, these darn things, like, it was this, it became this fairly nice day. And I ended up having, and I, you know, I set them outside and I just looked at them. And I was appreciating them. Uh, the ang the sun was sort of angling down. It was like, I don't know, late in the day. Remember, you know, days are short. So it's like 3, 3.30 in the afternoon. And this, this golden sun is just illuminating them um, beatifically. I mean, just like they just had this glow. And I, so I did this like photo shoot. I'm just trying to get this beautiful photo. And, and I got a pretty good shot. It's on the website. And, um, and it, I just, but I still, I still went down the rabbit hole. So this is my point here, boys and girls, is to not fear going down the rabbit hole. Because you just don't know where it's going to take you. Um, I mean, and it's absurd, I mean, completely to anybody else, it's stupid. Like I was even like texting pictures of these boots to people <laughs> and they were laughing at me. I mean, not in a good natured way, you know. Uh, um, but it, I don't, it was completely pivotal. Okay. So anyhow, so I'm staring at these boots. I bring them inside. I, I look at the tag. I research them. Cause they're, cause they're so old, you know, and I'm like, geez, how old are these things? My brother-in-law got them for a quarter at a rummage sale back in like, I don't know, probably 1995, something like that. Back when he could wear a size 10. And, and anyway, he ended up passing them down to me uh, when I needed uh, high heeled boots for the painting gig a few years later. Cause, and he had these big feet by then. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Jeez, what am I getting at? Um, oh, yeah, I'm researching these boots. I look at the tag. All right, so I go online, and the interweb has all the answers. And anyway, it turns out these are these boots were handmade in the 1960s. Okay, blah, blah, blah. All right, so I, and, and that just causes me to even go further down the, the hole. Like, I'm thinking about some cow grazing under a, under a scorching sun during the end of the Eisenhower administration. I mean, this is how far back these boots go. How can I just throw them away, right? Um, and I'm just thankful for this cow that helped support our family at, at a difficult time, and I'm just ruminating on this. And anyhow, and then I start writing. And, and wouldn't you know it, okay, so like 
because I, 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 I was wanting to write a book and all through 2020 I was uh, up until that up, up until that day up until that moment I had been writing sort of um, not gibberish but it, it kind of looks like gibberish when you look at the notebook just the it, it was about money I, th I thought I was gonna write a book about money just because I, I couldn't stop thinking about it I was obsessed not in a like grasping thing but um, you know when the the markets just plummeted and, and there was so much uncertainty you know with our little business like the first weeks after the pandemic hit sales dropped by 50 percent I mean it was terrifying completely terrifying and so that just sent me down this rabbit hole about money and I wrote about it and wrote about it and also you know there were some very you know practical things um ugh, you don't care but like you know investing investing small you know like a sum for your kids early in life and then having that to um you know like we use we did that we, we we did something like that and then we were able to pull these funds for um things that they wanted to do out of their accounts like tax-free long story jeez i'm sorry boring right so that 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 got it out of my system though writing about all that stuff and you know like 50 pages just this weird I just had to get it out of me but it was the boots that got me in the right direction and and I and I wrote about the boots and um the thing on the website is I mean it's extremely short it's like a very much summed up version but uh that ended up being my the first chapter I wrote for this book now it's currently chapter four but I was able to write this book because I sat there and I went down this ridiculous rabbit hole about boots and it, 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 it just took me back to the beginning and I didn't I didn't plan on that I didn't know that was gonna happen um, but I'm really thankful it did and and I never in the past I didn't invest this kind of um, time to these sorts of rabbit holes that weren't going to pay it's like well what's the point is it going to pay <laughs> and it doesn't that doesn't always have to be monetary of course um i mean we're talking some hours here that i was doing this stuff <laughs> it just you know it didn't make sense and you know another rabbit hole you know that happened uh back in uh, i think 2015 and and i look back on this and this was crucial and I and I it's hard to explain like so I went down I had this book event and it was the first book event that I did where um, you know I didn't advertise it it wasn't gonna have any friends there it was just out in the world right and I, I went down to the Duluth Coffee Company downtown Duluth bike down there with the trailer load of books <clears throat> anyway they didn't advertise it <laughs> and the barista didn't even know I was coming. It was a Saturday morning and I just showed up and, and I grabbed the last table. Anyway, it was a complete failure. Uh, long story short, I mean, everybody just walked by me. Nobody was interested. I didn't, didn't even get to talk to people. <laughs> it's just like a, avoided eye contact. And um, it was very interesting and very instructive as to how to do an event. It was so useful for the long term. And... um. But anyway, on, on when I got home, 
you know, like it, it had been this foggy 55 degree day. And, and anyway, when I got, by the time I got home, the, the sun had cut through all this fog and, and it got into the seventies. I think it was beautiful. And I, you know, I, I brought out the chickens into this chicken tractor. They were like three weeks old. It was their first day out on a beautiful day. And, and I did the laundry because I was obsessed with like hanging laundry on our laundry line. And I, anyway, so I was out there in the sun, just like clipping individual socks to the line, right? Like, you know, that's time consuming, even like little kid socks. And, and, and I was just like thankful for every piece of clothing and, all, you know, all this stuff, memories attached, you know, this weird psychology once again. And, but there was this, this feeling of like harvesting the sun, free and abundant to all, um, just 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 this joy in harvesting the sun <laughs> and i'm telling you that like like those little things those morphed into um the following year doing the starting the urban farm which you know like if you sit down in your cubicle and you think could i be an urban farmer in my own yard like no you can't i like 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 you would immediately shut that down so that's I just wanted to share that. <clears throat> I hope that's helpful to somebody. Hope you have a Merry Christmas. I doubt I'll be on here before the holidays, um, but we'll see. Uh, thank you to Dave. Four cups of coffee at the Buy Me a Coffee link. Um, very generous. I think I'm going to I'm gonna put that towards, I've got a, I stupidly about a year ago got a 10 cup coffee maker and my daughter has been upping her, her drink action and i need i need like a 12 cup pot so that i can because i get up you know real early to write and i just i love having that coffee while i'm sitting there like look there'll be a difficult sentence and i'll lean back in the chair and there's nothing like a hot ceramic mug um to savor and then to be able to fill it up again <laughs> so thank you dave i'm going to put that into a lot more than four literal cups of coffee. Um, hope you all have a good day. Cheerio, pip, pip.